Hi. Uh, so what you're about to listen to is a little different from what we usually do. This is the very first one that we ever recorded little, as a group. Yeah. Little did we know what it would become. Yep. I didn't know we were all talking. <laughs> I thought it was just you two. Thank you for being here, Jesus. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. So this podcast uh, actually is a true crime podcast. We did this as a secret Santa gift for one of our coworkers. It's something that definitely brought us together and has kept us together through a lot of life changes. Yeah, it's true. It's been really interesting that we came together basically as a favor to you, Angel, because you were the one who yes. was giving the gift and asked us to do it, and we're like, yeah, that oh, sounds like when fun. when I got that email, I was so honored. Honestly, same. I was, though. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, thank you for thinking I could carry a show. And I think we all just really... A, fell in love with, like, storytelling and, like, commentating on things together. Just how, like, we kind of fell in love with how we work together and our dynamic. And then we kind of just translated that instead of doing true crime, which, I mean, we are interested in, but are, like... We might return to it one day. Yeah. But don't count that out. Maybe yeah. in season two. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilies. Ooh. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really cool. Um... That's why the format is probably going to be a little different than what you're used to. Uh, but we hope you enjoy it. We certainly still have fun listening to it. And yeah, without further ado, here's the very first episode that the Pottergeist group ever recorded together. The birth of Pottergeist. <laughs> Who's playing the intro? Like our, our little show song? <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about some murders. So I guess I will go first. It's a little sad. Should we introduce ourselves? It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here? yeah, we should. <laughs> this is Angel. This is Gina. This is Aaron. And I'm Alan. <laughs> and... We are going to talk to you about some spooky, creepy, weird shit. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So, mine is... I selected one from my hometown. And it's it's a little weird because... Well, one of my hometowns. My other hometown is Baltimore, but there's no way I can sit through that. That's just not going to happen. (laughs) So, I chose my other one where I went to high school. um, And it's in a little place called Lesby. So, yes, I am a lesbian. Lesbian. So, this, and this is like one of those weird hick towns where like nothing ever happens. This town actually. Uh, like, the actual place where I live, Chesapeake Ranch Estates, is, uh, it used to be a campground. It used to be, like, camp area. And then they converted it. But this story starts with a seven-year-old girl who is walking along the side of the road, completely beat up, bloody, bruised, like, half-naked, not wearing, like, any clothes she should be wearing. And, uh, the, she gets reported, police pick her up, and she says that her mother has been beating her. And she jumped out of the second story window of her house to escape. Oh, Jesus. So police naturally decide that they're going to go investigate the mom. And they look at her conditions and everything and find two dead bodies in her freezer. 
Whoa. It's always the freezer. I don't think freezer. freezer. <laughs> <laughs> it's never the fridge. <laughs> doesn't keep as well. No. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll definitely see why they wouldn't keep as well in the fridge in a moment. Oh. <laughs> so um, they find these bodies, and they are the children of this woman. Oh, wow. She adopted these three girls with special needs. No. Oh, no. You're right. This is, ooh, yeah. this is bad. So she she had these children. She adopted these children. Um, there was one girl. Her name was Jasmine. And uh, another one, which was Minette. And when they were murdered, they were seven and they were nine. Jasmine was seven and Minette was nine. So they found these bodies and they found out that these girls had not just been dead recently. They'd been dead for years. Oh like two years. my god. Two years. And this freezer works. Freezer definitely works. But she doesn't use she it. I would hope that can you imagine her like pull, opening the freezer to get the peas out for dinner right next to like that I'm sorry, that's dark. <laughs> Oh, well, oh, God. well, I mean, they were wrapped in trash bags, so I guess it wouldn't contaminate Oh, the that's food, better. But, yeah, let me know. just get the yeah. chicken. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh. Yeah. Don't make me laugh about <laughs> this Sorry. Sorry, dark, dark, dark. <laughs> broody, broody, broody. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, so these girls had been dead for about two years. Um, and the worst part is this woman had not been living in Lesby for that long. <gasps> No! Continue. <laughs> I don't know where it's going. <laughs> so, before she lived in Lesby, she lived for a little while in Charles County. And before that, she lived in Rockville, guys. <laughs> so, nope. right on don't down ever, the road. Don't ever live in Rockville. <laughs> <laughs> it's a oh, great REM star. <laughs> so, yep. So, right down the road from us. <laughs> Super great. Um, but yeah, they, they traced that, like their deaths back to their time in Rockville. So those kids were in that freezer for not one, but two moves. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Can you imagine the movers? Like the, the amount of fragile stickers she must've stuck on that freezer. I'm just, I, I don't even know what to say. Keep going. <laughs> I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> So they also checked to see like, how these kids had died. Maybe it was an accident or, like, what was going on. That's fair. Um, but given that the other girl was abused, they really wanted to look into it. And it turns out that these two girls had been uh, killed by asphyxiation. No. So um, they speculated that they had been smothered or choked to death because the little girl said that they were reportedly choked all the time. So, um, in addition to other things, like, they did really weird things. She beat them with a shoe, apparently, with the heel of a boot. That's Mexican culture. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> um, apparently, she beat them with a bat and burned them with cigarettes. Ooh. But, yeah, that's all according to the sister. And this poor little baby girl, like, she must have been five oh, when no. this all happened. And she was seven when she, by the time that she was found. This all happened in, like, 2008 when she was found. Mm-hmm. So, these girls were killed in 2006. <laughs> I've been you've been telling the story I'm like oh in like 1970 yeah, like, I'm like oh god no this was like recent recent yeah I found out about this once I had moved to college huh. oh. like I had just gotten into college at New University of Maryland and I was like Lesby why are you in the news <laughs> hey that's my hometown everyone oh. <laughs> <laughs> never mind <laughs> 
I've never heard I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Yikes. But anyway, so this little girl is like, oh, yeah, my sisters. Um, and they've been missing for two years. So the way that the mother had accounted for her two sisters being missing is she told them that um, her sisters weren't there anymore because they didn't like her because she was stupid and they didn't want to be with her anymore. So they went to go live with a new family. And they also weren't detected because they they were not ever seen by the neighbors, like the neighbors never saw them. She never enrolled them in schools. Those kids were like untraceable. Like, nobody knew that they existed. How did she get them? I wish I could tell you. Because whoever did this, like, really needs to up their game on these adoption processes. Because, like, this is nuts. Apparently she applied to um, adopt another one, a little boy. She was like, oh, a little boy would be great to add to my family. Uh Uh-huh. That's super fun, but it gets worse. Oh, great. Worse than that? Oh, my God. So another reason, too, why, like, no one ever saw them is because she kept them locked in a room. One single room. And they weren't allowed to leave it to the point where they actually had a bucket to use as a bathroom. I feel like... Is this a problem? I feel like I've heard... Did this go... Was this national news? It probably was. It's starting to sound familiar, sadly. This probably was. um, Because I... I mean, like I was saying, like... Oh, why is lesbian in the news? Like, why would I do that? And I, like, saw this when I was at University of Maryland. Yikes. I mean, yeah, it was Maryland news. It might have been national. But, like, definitely all around the area this was mm-hmm. told. It was just, like, this terrible, terrible woman who decided to put, like, kill her kids and put them in the breather. And moved with them. And moved that's with them. That's the that's What do you care? Did... This is kind of a gross question, but, like, did they ever ask the question why she was keeping them? Why did she... What do you mean, like, why she was keeping them? Why was she moving around with these bodies? Why didn't she just try to... I think... Oh, well... Oh, yeah. There's a a reason why. Okay. So, um, since these kids were all special needs, you get a special salary. Uh, Essentially, you get a subsidy. You get a subsidy for, um... God, what a... Those kids. What a C word. She, yeah, are we allowed to cuss on Yeah, this? absolutely. Okay, what but. a cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. safe for work, thanks to Alan. You know. <laughs> you want to know how much money she made off of it? $100,000. Oh, that was my guess. $152,000. Oh, she's a terrible And mother. most of that was collected after they were already dead. <laughs> no one checked on these kids? Yeah, that's, that's insane. Why isn't there like a... This was 10 years ago. Ah, uh, the system is a nightmare. There are so many problems. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is horrifying in many ways. How many times ways. have I said yikes? <laughs> it's real bad. Fine. Um, Five times. <laughs> That's I promise my story won't be this dark. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a different murder to oh, yeah. yeah, more murders. For sure. Well, if it makes you guys feel any better, she is put away for life. She is serving two life sentences. Where's she at? <laughs> She's she going to go down she, in she, <laughs> Cash me aside, how about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's like not getting out. No possibility of parole whatsoever. Um, really? And like even worse. So um, this one woman who shared a jail cell with her told her that. Um, so this woman's name is Renee Bowman. Let's give a let's give a name to this. Yeah. yeah. So she don't deserve that name anymore. Yeah. Um, I hate that her name's Renee. She's tarnishing the name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call her Bowman. 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 Yeah, that sounds bad. Bowman. (laughs) (laughs) But this 
person's jail cell mate said that um, she definitely killed him because Bowman told her that she did it. And she said that she um, she smothered them with pillows. Mm-hmm. And that's how she killed them. It's a weird thing that you can die by pillows. Like, I was seriously just thinking about this the other night. Like, I was laying on my pillow. No, don't do like, this. Like, <laughs> 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 I love my pillows. Like, like, seriously, though. Like, if I fell asleep in my pillow oh room, my like, kill me? <laughs> oh, my God. I feel no, like you're, like, uh, you have, like, body reactions that'd be like, nope, that's bad, and like, then you turn. You have to be under the pillow with you, <laughs> on top of you. Unless that ghost oh. is showing up and coming Right, it's like oh, it's found you. All I wanted was mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you ate my bacon. <laughs> Long story short, short. <laughs> there's also wine in hand. <laughs> uh, Aaron... Aaron's mom saw a ghost that once made bacon. For real, ask her about it. <laughs> it's true. Also, knocked all the mac and cheese out of the cabinet. This was a different ghost, though. <laughs> this was Gina's ghost. Yes, too. <laughs> yeah. So the jail mate in the cell uh, also said that the woman, like Bowman, was completely detached. She never used the girls' names. Nothing. Like wow. she would say, "My girls, the oldest, the youngest, and the middle." Mm-hmm. I bet she doesn't even know their names. Yeah, that's what she I was might. Say. Yeah, and she never cried about them. Oh. She never. Apparently, the judge cried way more than she ever oh. did. Like he yeah. sobbed oh. in this trial. Like it was yeah, so the judge is a human, bad. Presumably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> presumably, yeah. <laughs> you would assume. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was bad. Um, and the cellmate was saying that she was definitely more upset that she got caught than anything. Like, she didn't... Oh, yeah, she wasn't like, upset about it. She no. got in the freezer for two years and was moving around. Yeah. Paying a little extra money to the movers to move those things. Yeah. Uh-uh. I just... Uh, I can't... I can't freaking imagine. Like, why? <laughs> just why? You can't go down that road because uh, there's so many... So many times you can, like, question that. I mean, and there's no answer to it. That's the thing. Uh, like, there just isn't. Yeah, there has to be like some sociopath or something. Yeah, if she shows no like, like emotion, right? And like, who does this? Also, mean like, oh, I'm gonna adopt kids and like get the money to from get it. That like, money. who thinks about that? Like, who thinks of children as income? The thing that scares Other me, than, like Miss Hannigan. That's a different situation. She gets a pass. But Tim Curry? Well, we, I love well, him. I yeah, I, know, I, I, do, too, I do as well. Yeah. But he's so good at being bad. It's true. Oh. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad she's rotting in a jail cell. She sure How is. And she? she's never going to get out. She's like 45 when uh, this happened. Or like in 2010, she was 44. So like six years. So I think it's a good long time to rot. Good. Oh, she, yeah. She's got plenty That's of time. Good. And oh. she should. What a horrible person. I want someone to beat her up. I think the thing that scares me more is, like, like, there's evil in the world. That's the sad thing. Like, so I'm not even on a question, like, why would she do it? Because I know why she did it. She got the money. But the thing that's scary is that no one was checking on these children. Like, the system gave them off to this person and didn't check. And and didn't even, and I feel like didn't care. Because, like, if they were missing for so long, like, that's Mm. the thing that makes me really, oh, I'm feeling like a judge. Like, that makes me upset. Because they were... 
they were no longer human beings. Like, they were gone from existence. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't check on a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a nine-year-old? Like, mm-hmm. they're babies. Ugh, yeah. Terrible. I just, you know. And it's right mm. here in our backyard, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. How much better or worse do you think it's gotten? Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's gotten better. We can only hope. Anyway. Yeah, we're not going to go down that road. Right. No, no. And that lovely, right. like, starting, the very light, we started with, a, with an yeah, appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Just a little light reading for yeah. you guys. <laughs> a little salad. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. And I think we're going to we're gonna take a little tiny itty-bitty little break. A little hiatus. Not hiatus. Little break. Listen little break. To, <laughs> like now, now some words from our sponsor. <laughs> we have sponsors? Yeah, porta potty. Wine. <laughs> we have no. wine. Well, no, we, hang on. We have Kit and Lyra. They can be your sponsors. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Squatty potty. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Not porta potty. Squatty potty. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> hey, it ends in potty. <laughs> okay. All right. Perfect. Break time. <laughs> Okay, so mine's uh, not quite as elaborate. <laughs> what about the intro? Oh, sh- well, it's... it's, it's... <laughs> are, we... <laughs> are we having one to every story? Yeah. And, that's and a... it's going to be different every time. I love it. All right. Um, so mine comes from Chicago. Uh, this was back in 2008. Uh, so a 39-year-old man named Robert Lyons... Uh, confessed to stabbing his mother to death over tickets to an Avril Lavigne concert. Do what? I'm sorry, what? Excuse me. <laughs> to, God, yours was about Avril Lavigne. He, he, uh, he stabbed his mother to death uh, over over Avril Lavigne tickets. Wait, how old is this 39-year-old man. man. <laughs> yep. First of all, 39-year-old man living with his mother is already well, a tragedy. Was this this was in 2008. Damn! Oh. It wasn't even Skater Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was past good. <laughs> she was dating Kroger. <laughs> um, was she married to him yet? Yeah. It wasn't even real. Yeah, it was not even real Avril anymore. Was, hey, hey, I want to be your girlfriend, Avril Lupin. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, God, pass that. Was that. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, oh. it was. That was way. What Avril Lupin was this? Was this a Hello Kitty one? Too, too oh, please. Got it. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, I guess in 2008, people yeah, t- were still <laughs> wanting to go to Avril Lavigne concerts. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait. T- oh, and the mom did die. Yeah, so the... about murder. This I is forgot. a murder podcast. <laughs> it's a murder podcast. So, yep, she did not make it, unfortunately. Yikes. 61-year-old Linda Bullock was found in their condo on March 14, 2008. Uh, Robert Lyons told the police that he killed his mother in a fit of rage after she refused to arrange Skybox tickets for him at an upcoming Avril Lavigne concert this bitch was so, asking for skybox yeah tickets. and she lived in a condo yep. they didn't even live in a house <laughs> so the thing is I, I i was i was reading up on this like a good you know yeah. researcher yes um, so i think the mom had like a friend that worked at like Ticketmaster or something my my baby avril is coming mom get me tickets and mom was like no get a job move out yeah actually and shit. he beat his mother in the head with a champagne bottle no and stabbed her repeatedly in the back and not only then... He with the al- champagne bottle? <laughs> no, oh. no, I imagine with a knife at I that point. I was like, this is like 1940 <laughs> oh, no. diva with the champagne bottle in the living room. Uh, like, oh, like, oh, God. Um, oh, and then God. as if that wasn't bad enough, he also poured household chemicals over her body. Like, lie? lie or... Yeah, well, I mean, I think she was bleeding out to death, and then he just, like, dumped, so, like... like 
I, I'm Why? yeah. No, so he pours like household chemicals is all I got. I think like okay. bleach and maybe Windex. He wanted what is to that get, gonna do? Get the gets rid of the smell. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, I can't. can't right. yeah, of course. The, the condo about. that you do not own. And then what would you do? I mean, in a hypothetical, what would I do? yeah. After you finish, you know, <clears throat> hacking your mom and pouring chemicals over her, the natural, you know, thing. I love my mother. Yeah, of yeah, course. First of all. Yeah, let's just yeah. put that out let's, there. Let's be frank. My mother would murder me first. Yeah, actually, I would not be able. To take my mom. Nice <laughs> oh my gosh! But I mean, he obviously built up a little bit of hunger, and you know, he went out for a nice little dinner at a nearby. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna say. Oh, God, oh no! God. Yeah, yep. I thought it huh. was going that way. Oh, I thought that was going Sorry. that way. Please. <laughs> oh man! No, he got well, hungry. I mean, she's pretty tenderized. She. Uh... Oh, stop it! I, I do have another cannibal story, but maybe that'll be yeah, for another know. episode. Um, no, but he got hungry, so naturally he went to a Hooters. Oh. oh yep, no. right after. And that's where the police found well, him. Well, that's where every 39-year-old man decides to go when he lives with his mother. Exactly, right. yeah. He went to he went to go drown his sorrows about not getting to Seattle. At a Hooters. At a Hooters, Hooters, and that's where the police found him. Wait, but how did they know that the... Oh, uh, sorry. The neighbors uh, reported the uh, sound of... Uh, like disturbance. Yeah, they're you. in a condo, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did Avril ever hear about this? Did she have? Yeah, did she know, that's a, a good statement? question. I don't know. I didn't. I, I wasn't that good at researching. <laughs> apparently, I'm sure she was flattered. No, oh no. I'm just amazed that this is a thing that happened to this. First of all, this poor mother who gave this piece of crap life just to be hit in the head with a champagne bottle, and she like. Over Avril Lavigne tickets. Avril, I mean, like, yeah. You know what? The more wine I drink, the harder it is to say Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's getting hard, yeah. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Wow. Well, so, of all the freaking things. Like, I can understand, you know, like, uh, no. people have done something. Like, Beyonce tickets. No. <laughs> For Beyonce don't, tickets. Still don't kill your mother, <laughs> yeah. Angel. To quote the best TV show on the planet, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the motive still murder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's fair. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait, did you say how long he was in prison? He, he got uh, life in prison. Good. Ah, as good. For first degree murder. She Try to see her now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor woman. Seriously. Like, she... God. Like, she gave this man a home, her son, her, like, this home, this 40-year-old man. Should have kicked him out a long time ago. Yep. Men are garbage. Men are pigs. Thank you, Emma. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, so, as we've learned today, don't go to Avril Lavigne. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Will lead to murder. Gotcha. Avril Lavigne equals murder. Mm -hmm. Ah. I always knew there was a connection somewhere. Else. Oh gosh, <laughs> I want to know a little bit more about this cannibal thing, though. Like yeah. you mentioned the cannibal, and I, I'm, I really yeah, like sure, you can't sure. stop here. <laughs> so that one is um, that was in Germany. Um, let me look it up, guys. I lost my notes on that. Wait, one. wait, wait. Is it the one where the guy put out like a Craigslist ad? Yep, that yes! one. That <laughs> wait, one. It's so creepy. <laughs> It is... Wait. Oh, yeah. Seriously? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, his name was Armin Mibus. Uh, yeah, and Armin. Armin, yep. It, this was in um, in Germany. So, he was looking for a willing volunteer 
for cannibalism. He was looking for a willing victim who would allow themselves to be cannibalized. So he posted an advertisement on the website The Cannibal Cafe. (gasps) Oh, it was not. So not Craigslist. I'm sorry, Craigslist. (laughs) Don't sue me. No, don't apologize to them. They're assholes, too. You're still pretty shitty. (laughs) Continue. But you're not. That's a website? The Cannibal Cafe is a blog site for people with cannibal fetishes. Is it like one of those like dark net kind of things? Or? I have no clue. This was my first time hearing about it. I don't what the dark net is. And the fact, like, even just saying dark <laughs> net scares me. Yeah, a little bit. What? Um, oh, anyway, continue. It's like nocturnality. You just don't Yeah, it's there. pretty much, yeah. That's a really good analogy. So if I Google dark net, what will happen <laughs> to me? Am I like... You're going to be on the list yeah. for the feds. <laughs> it's fine. I I'm just, on the list too. I just, oh, no. <laughs> just want to know what it is. But I'm I feel scared. oh, there's this really great search engine somewhere. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, writers use it whenever, like, because if they're write, if you're writing a book and you need to know, like, oh, how much uh, does a pound of cocaine go for? Mm-hmm. You can't Google that. Well, there's a search engine that like just gives you this information, like, academically. I can't remember the name of it. I'll get back to you okay. at some point. I bet you it feeds right into that. <laughs> right, yeah. just the FBI's like, all right, we got them. <laughs> you thought you could win. That's fair. Oh, uh, but anyway, so this so is his actually post a really stated, weird story. Yeah, his post stated that he was looking for a well-built 18 to 30-year-old to be slaughtered and then consumed. 18 to 30, do you taste better at that age? Is I don't like- think you're right. <laughs> I just some weird freaky fetish. This man's gonna eat a person, y'all. Oh, oh god. Okay. okay. And this person, the thing. Yeah. No. Go. Go. Go for it's it. It's that this person willingly signs mm-hmm. up for it. Exactly. He has a fetish to be eaten. eaten. Yeah. What? Is it like a finger or like no, an no, arm? No, continue. No, no. continue. Have you no, heard it, this? No. The, the post says, "Well built, th- to eighteen to thirty year old to be slaughtered and then consumed." So he was like, they were, it was no. planned like, to be like, gonna, yes. So yep. continue, continue. So Berndt Jürgen Armando Brands, <laughs> an engineer from Berlin, answered the advertisement. So the what two. What does that email look like? <laughs> you know, Wait, I, so it's Armand hey, and Armando? It's Armin and Berndt. Oh. But he has like four names, one oh, of which is Armando, which is gonna, very strange to me. Yeah, I heard the Armando and, and I was very confused. <laughs> so the two made a videotape when they met on March 9th in Mivas' home in the small town of Rottenburg, and the video showcases Mivas amputating Brand's penis. With Ooh. with his agreement, of course, they not filmed that work, too. Not safe for work. Not safe for work. This is what the kicker is for me. So this video shows uh, shows uh, Mivas amputating Brand's penis, and then it shows them both trying to eat it. Yes. So, like, he, wait, wait, he has, he's alive and he's yeah. Yes. He's no! trying to eat. Yeah, he wants. <laughs> that's, that's the freaky thing. Yep. He wants. Like, he wants to partake in like the cannibalism. Like the guy that wants to eat this guy is not as weird as the guy that wants to be eaten. Like that's yeah. all I'm gonna say. Like, ah. ah. You can't tell me, but Angel is having a stupid <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm so... Continue. It oh just my gets God. worse. It, yeah, it does. Oh, God. So, initially, uh, Brands, the man whose penis gets cut, cut off, uh, insisted that Mivas attempt to bite his penis off. <laughs> what? <laughs> that no! Did, that did not work, and they ultimately had to use a knife. Um, oh, God! Oh, the God! The human teeth are only but so strong. But <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Ooh, no, stop! Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to mentality. imagine. I'm here to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to think about it. I'm just here to comment on oh, it. Oh, God. 
God. Okay. Uh, so Brands apparently tried to eat some of his own penis raw, but could not because it was too tough and, as he put it, chewy. <laughs> so. <laughs> What the fuck do you think it was going to be? Mibus then fried the penis in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic. Wine. Yeah, yeah, some wine, you know. Hostess really brings hostess. out the, the you know, flavor. That's what I really enjoy with my penis, wine. I mean. I mean, uh, that's, that's not a joke, this but you know. Is this is such a weird so quickly. route. So, so, he, so, yeah, this guy's still alive, he, by the he way. Cooked, he fried the penis in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic, and then he fried it with some of Brand's fat. But by then it was too burned to be consumed. A waste Dude, of a perfectly good penis. man. He's Damn. a terrible cook, I guess. Mm-hmm. He then chopped the penis up into chunks and fed it to his dog. No! No! According you to- don't do that to your dog. <laughs> the dog. No! Ugh. Angel is now grasping the giant wine bottle. <laughs> Very upset. God damn, you know what? Dogs no. are now in the story. You cannot do that to your animal. I know. I'm just going to put this in the center for whoever else oh, needs that because yes. that is not appropriate. And then according to court, uh, court officials who saw the video, which has not been made public, Brands may already have been too... It's on the dark net. I trust you. <laughs> uh, brands may have already been too weakened to have even uh, to have eaten any of his penis, just from blood loss. They didn't cauterize that shit? No. Well, he was going to be slaughtered. Well, yeah, but you like... Uh... <laughs> no, that's, that's to prevent it from bleeding out. Uh, well, yeah, yeah no, eventually, was, but like... Mibus then ran Brands a bath before going to read a Star Trek book. Very specifically, a Star Trek book, and he kept. Don't bring Star Trek in this. He did while checking back on Brands every fifteen minutes, during which Brands lay bleeding in the bath. Well, here's the thing, though. Wouldn't you want your meat to be fresh? Wouldn't you want to keep your source alive as long as possible? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm just really not gonna think too hard about this, one, Angel. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. No. <laughs> All I'm getting from the story is that there are some freaks in this world. Yep. People that want to be eaten and people who want to eat other people. So. And both scare me very, very much. Ugh. Um, I forget, though. How does it, like, because this guy ends up, he dies yes. eventually. Of course. He eats him, right? Yeah, so uh, Mivis uh, was waiting for Brands to bleed out, but it, like, it was happening too slowly, so he stabs him through the throat. Someone's hungry. Oh, right after, through the throat. Good yeah, job. After which he hung him, hit the body on a meat hook. Well, you know, you gotta tan your meat. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And Mibus ate the corpse over the next 10 months, storing body parts in his freezer, Whoa. under pizza boxes, and consuming up to 44 pounds of flesh. Pizza okay, boxes. so I guess he did kind of keep it fresh. <laughs> Subway, we're sorry. <laughs> we don't mean to infringe. Oh, man. Freezers! What's with the freezers? Yeah, I'm telling you. It's so the cra- Freezers are canceled. <laughs> freezers are canceled. Forever. The craziest part is that when uh, when the police like convicted him, he was uh, he was tried for manslaughter as opposed to murder. What? Well, I guess he was consenting. Because it, because it was a consensual type of thing. Yeah. He was so willing. They've overturned it since then. He's, he's, he's been tried shit. for murder because he Mibus did it for sexual pleasure. Was the reasoning, but yeah, first it, really? it was like ten years that he was in jail just for manslaughter. That's Whoa. insane. So how long is he in jail now? Life. For life, good. Yeah, because wow. did they finally decide like, well, this guy does want to eat people. Maybe we should not put him off the street. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not good to have around. Yikes! Just it's such a 
this one always... Ha- Did you read this on, like, one of those BuzzFeed articles? Because that's no, where I read I've, it. Literally, like, the my Google history of work is going to be shit. I, I, I can have oh. an, email, an email from HR is coming, I'm sure. Oh, God. Because <laughs> my Google searches were, like, wacky murders. Oh, God, mine, <laughs> too. Well, murders. I mean, if it makes you feel any better. I was just kind of like, crazy murders. <laughs> no, I read that... I, so I've read about that on, like, one of these weird... I'm, the Darknet? No, yeah. <laughs> I'm on that all the time now. You found it? No, I found it. No, like, because that website, like, BuzzFeed does is, like, Wikipedia articles. You don't yes. want to read at night. Uh, and every time I'm like, clicking that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Wow. And that's where I read... And that one has, like, just scarred me. It's fucked mm. up. Oh, man, people are... People That's are strange. So crazy. There's, a, there's a video of this. It's a four-hour no. video of this of the entire process. Because he, he want to go crazy. back and like he, he derived pleasure from it. That's so crazy. Well, yeah, he probably knew like I'll probably not get another willing <laughs> person to be eaten again. He had oh a few God. responses at first, but no one followed through. So oh, ah! I wonder why. <laughs> I can't, I can't freaking... imagine why. That's oh my God! So much. <laughs> so. Moral of the story, don't, don't go to Germany. <laughs> don't go to Germany. <laughs> Freezers in Germany are canceled. Don't walk no. into a freezer. <laughs> uh, what was that website again? Don't go to that one. Oh, yeah, the, the Cannibalism Cafe. Cannibal oh Cafe. God. I'm so scared that that exists. <laughs> That's so... Oh, my God. Okay. Um, well, I think, anyway. Yeah, I think we're going to take a little bit of a break because that was a lot. Yeah. That was, that was a lot. Easy for me. Thank you, Gina. <laughs> the musical stylings. The musical stylings of Gina. Hey, no um, copyright. <laughs> uh, so I didn't research nearly as thoroughly as Angel or Alan did, um, but I wanted to draw upon a story that I grew up saying a really messed up poem about as a child, which was the Lizzie Borden murder. So, thing. Aaron, where did you where did you grow up? I grew Lizzie Borden's house. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not secretly a Borden, no. Oh, no. Uh, she didn't have oh, kids. So I, I grew up in a little podunk town called Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Tewksbury is a nightmare. Um, oh, so, okay. Uh, All right. Good, because this is yep. a podcast about murder. Yeah. Uh, but Lizzie Borden's house is in Fall River, or as you say it at home, Fall River, where you just lose all of the consonants. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother... Uh, Oh, it was mother's mother. Mother, mother, 40 mother 40 And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. 41. Um, which, which is actually is not inaccurate. Yeah, so not inaccurate. inaccurate Ooh, Angel jumped right on that. Yeah, I know. Girl, Angel I know the story. Someone's been reading her Wikipedia. I know yeah. <laughs> I think you forget who you're talking to. Cry yeah, who I'm talking to. <laughs> I very vaguely know this story, so. Oh, like, it's, really? a, it's a good one. Oh, like, I, I've yeah. definitely heard it before, but I don't remember it fully. Like, sure. my ghost pilgrimage wants me to go to this house. Mm, it's supposed it's to be like one of the one the most haunted places. Yeah. yeah. What? Yes, absolutely. Ooh. Aaron's got you on the story, though. Let's, oh, let's yeah. I'm excited. So, Borden, Lizzie Borden was born in Fall River um, to this woman, Sarah Anthony, and Andrew Jackson Borden. They were very well Andrew off. Andrew Jackson Borden. Um, yeah, really. <laughs> they were very well off, but, like, good old dad didn't want anyone to really know about it, so they lived in, like, a not great area of Fall River. Like, there's some weird shit about this family that, like, unclear. So, so like, friend. he didn't, like, it's talk tr- about his daughter? No, 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 sorry. He didn't want people to know that he was, he had, like, he had rich. money. Oh, that he had money. Oh, yeah. that makes sense, actually. Yeah, so it says, at the time of his death, his estate was valued at $300,000, which Holy crap. an equivalent in 2016 dollars is $8 million. That's freaking insane. 
Yeah, so like he well, had a lot of money. you're living like the bad side of town. Like that's I asking for trouble. People to know. But uh, like live in the middle, like well, somewhere. He wasn't murdered by someone else. <laughs> that's <laughs> Let's fair. Just say that. No. Uh, it, apparently, the house lacked indoor plumbing on its ground and second floors. Had no electricity. And was located near the businesses in, like, a not-great area of town. What year was this again? Uh, 18... Uh, ah, okay. A great year. That's enough. We don't need to be accurate 1892. 1892 was the oh. axe murders. Oh, that's actually oh, later than I thought. years before yeah. I was born. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> was he born incarnate? <laughs> no! Oh, it's no. the drama teacher all over again! Gina, you're perfect for that role. I hate that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Lizzie also had an older sister named Emma um, and a stepmom. So, like, her parents, her real parents were not together because her mom died. And then her dad remarried. And apparently Lizzie only called her Mrs. Borden. Did and we, it's unclear if they ever liked each other. Do we know? I mean, like, if you call, granted, yeah. I'm sure you probably don't know, but uh, do we ever... Do we know what happened to Lizzie's mom? Like her real mom? Um, hmm. can someone? Wikipedia is not super helpful in that. Regard. It <laughs> just says after her death. Check the darkness. Let me. Let me. Oh, check the darkness. Our good old friend Linda. Let me continue with your wait, story. Wait. Um, Probably a what yellow fever? What was the big thing back? Tuberculosis. Then? Yes, the uh, TB. The, the old TB. Oh, the old TB. The old TB. Well. Anyway, that's like, my guess. I'm putting bets on TV. I'm, I'm gonna say she died in childbirth. Oh. Oh, are we taking bets now? Are yeah. we guys? All right, let's see. All right, let's cool. let's continue. Continue. Um, so by all accounts, Lizzie had a strained relationship with her parents and her sister and the maid, who she apparently hated. Oh. Um, but some people thought that like there's a reigning theory that maybe actually she was secretly having a lesbian tryst with the maid. Yeah, oh, and that that's part. why that. she murdered her parents. That's my but, favorite. Like, they're, it's like 50-50. Huh. Um, All right. So, I, got, I got it with the... So this is real weird. Um, so, Lizzie Borden's mom is named Sarah Anthony Morse yep. Borden. And she had uterine congestion, whatever the fuck that is. Ah, that's she a sneezes thing. from her. And <laughs> spinal <laughs> disease. Oh, no. Your what? And spinal disease. So, oh. not TB. And what not the hell is birth. uterine congestion? Let's not think about that. <laughs> I don't think about it too much because yeah. it just hurts. <laughs> like, it just like, hurts my body. I'm uncomfortable. Now, <laughs> that was my reaction to last story. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right, continue. Okay, yeah, I just anyway. needed to know that. Uh, so like, <laughs> so we all. Bro- there's also apparently like a brother, a- Andrew, like somebody. There's like a whole the, the whole family's a little screwed. She had a family. Yeah, she, she had a family. Wasn't <laughs> uh, the uncle like a big part? The of this? night before the murders, John Vinica Morse, who is the brother of Lizzie's and Emma's deceased mother, came to visit and was mm. invited to stay for a few days to discuss business matters with good old dad. Mm. Um, and there's some speculation, I guess, that like. That conversation, which was about transferring property, aggravated something, like, something Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And for a couple of days before the murders, the whole house was violently ill. Like, lots of puking. So, Abby, the maid, had feared poisoning because Andrew Borden was not popular because he was a jerk. But that was never confirmed. It was just, like, a theory. Like, it could have been the flu. 
or whatever. Or poison. I looked oh. up uterine poison. congestion. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, so the day of the murders, Abby and Andrew Borden were murdered at their home on the morning of Thursday, August 4th, 1892. Oh. Abby between 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. and Andrew between 10.30 and 11.10 a.m. Uh That's- yeah, there was, I remember there was a gap. So anyway, uh, ab- normally cleaning the guest room was one of Lizzie's and Emma's chores. However, this other John guy had slept in the guest room the previous night, so Abby went up to, the mo- like, stepmom went up to make the bed. <coughs> uh, mm-hmm. And according to the forensic investigation, but, like, it's 1892. What, 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 what forensics, forensics do they have? Also, yeah, to quote John Mulaney, someone had a hunch and just, like, <laughs> oh, stood there. Goodness. But also, uh, why yeah. was the mother going up to make the bed? They have a maid. Yeah, I don't know. There was some tension. This is, <laughs> this is sneaky. This is this suspicious. Is, this is why this is still a mystery and there's no answer. Maybe the maid was busy doing something else. Yeah. Well, Lizzie. Uh, Lizzie. Uh, <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. We debunk centuries old mysteries here. <laughs> oh, so goodness. she goes up to make the bed. And according, she's facing her killer at the time of the attack. She's struck on the side of the head with a hatchet, which cut her just above the ear. She turns, falls face down, and then her killer hits her, like, multiple times, delivering 17 direct hits to the back of her head, uh, uh, quote, until she was dead. Which, yeah, that would be overkill, actually. Yeah, until she was dead and then some. Lizzie has some feelings. (laughs) Well, you know, don't we all? Uh, so then, I get, not to that extent, okay, cool, just me, great. Uh, so a little bit later. Never it's a stepmom. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe there are things. (laughs) So then it says, after breakfast, Andrew and Morse went to the sitting room where they chatted for almost an hour. Well, mom's upstairs cooling, I guess. Uh, and then. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was a snort. That was terrible. Uh. Love it. (laughs) Oh, hi, kid. You scared the crap out of me. Okay, no, so Morse left that. at 8.48 a.m., and then Andrew went for his morning walk sometime after 9, and when he returned at 10.30, his key failed to open the door, so he knocked. Um, Bridget went to unlock the door, found that it was jammed, and uttered an expletive. Bridget's a sister, right? Yeah, Bridget's What expletive do you think she used? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I ah. think she went G Willikers. G Willikers. Oh boy. Yike. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, so, oh, she later testified that she heard Lizzie laughing immediately after this. She didn't see her, but she stated that the laughter was coming from the top of the stairs, which is significant because that's where Abby's body was. Oh. Um, and the body was visible through the gap between the bed and the floor when climbing up the stairs. But it was hidden by the bed when you got to the top, so, like, you could only, like, kind of see it from a certain angle. Was denied being upstairs and testified that her father asked her where Abby was and that she had replied that a messenger had delivered a summons to visit a sick friend, which is a lie. Oh. So, Lizzie's got something to hide. Lizzie then said that she had removed Andrew's boots and helped him into his slippers before he lay down on the sofa for a nap. However, in his death photo, his shoes are clearly visible. Yet another lie. And then everybody was like, cool, great, it's been a morning, we're gonna, like, chill out. And then Bridget testified that she was in her third floor room, resting from cleaning windows, when just before 11, 10 a.m., she heard Lizzie call from downstairs, Maggie, come quick, father's dead, someone came in and killed him. Um, let's bear in mind, like, <laughs> with a that, ago, With I that exact tone. It. Right. What? And, 
Let's also bear in mind that, like, Bridget, so Bridget's actually the maid, the name of the maid. Lizzie called her Maggie because there was an old maid named Maggie, and she didn't bother to learn her new name. Wow. I just like to think that Lizzie's standing there by the bay like, someone killed (laughs) Papa. Axe behind back, blood dripping behind her. Who did that? I love the, Angel is the most upset by the fact that Lizzie never learned the new maid's name. Did not know her name. Do you name is Bridget? Learn her name. What the fuck are you Who's doing? Who Maggie? Who this? Who did Maggie? <laughs> I don't know her. I'm so mad. <laughs> Guys. Angel, please. I'm sure, please, that, Angel. I'm, I'm sure that the Borden family was also very upset. <laughs> I doubt it. With how much money they had, it probably didn't <laughs> oh, care. Yeah. That's uh, true. Yeah. So Andrew was slumped on a couch in the downstairs sitting room, struck 10 or 11 times with a, quote, hatchet-like weapon. Uh, one of his eyeballs had been split cleanly in oh. two. Ah! The Sug- bitch went for the eye! Suggesting that he had been asleep when he was attacked. His still bleeding wounds suggested a quite recent attack. So really, it could have been Lizzie standing there with an axe behind I'm her back. I'm telling you, like, that's what happened. Yep. She's like, oops, who did that? So Whose axe is this? Yeah. I found this on the ground. <laughs> this might be the murder weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, perfect alibi. Yeah. God. So, moral of the story, like, Lizzie was, like, clearly a person of interest. But did they ever... Wait, did like, they ever what? convict her? Yeah, did they convict so, her? No, no didn't. she didn't get convicted. That's the thing. Like, there was a lot of, sort of, like, changing alibis, and Lizzie saying one thing and then saying another, and, like, all sorts of shit. But the police like, didn't really do their job, so they didn't have, what? like, they didn't get the full picture. This is 1892. It's not like they could... It's 100 years before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they could corroborate anything. Right. I mean, so that's fair. they, at the trial, the police admitted to not doing a proper <laughs> search because Lizzie was not feeling well. Oh, yeah, oh, could oh, you come back later? I'm actually I'm coming down with, like, a yeah. sore throat. But <laughs> in the basement, they found the two room. hatchets, two axes, and a hatchet head with a broken handle. Oh, my God. Uh, the hatchet head was suspected of being the murder weapon. Oh, the girl went hard on that thing. Um, yeah, really. She had two extras just in case. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just in general, kind of a hot mess of an investigation. There was a point where a family friend found Lizzie tearing up a dress of hers, and Lizzie was like, oh, I'm true. planning on putting it in the fire because it's got paint on it. And it was never determined whether or not this was a dress that had, like, actual paint on it or if it was her bloody it's clothes. It's blood. Like, what? Red paint. Oh, what, red. Were, what were you painting, Lizzie? Well, like, yeah, back <laughs> then, too, like, it's not like paint was made out of things that were, like, really super stained things. Oh, so mm. she killed her father so she could paint. <laughs> Maybe she wanted to paint needed, with her father's blood. She needed the she needed red, she needed and they were specific, they were out. Yeah, that specific shade of red, guys. Oh my, we did it. We Person. debunked it. Don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So Lizzie was charged. Like she had a whole trial in mm-hmm. New Bedford, and they were like, "Okay, cool." Like. You clearly did this, and she was like, "No, I didn't." And then, <laughs> and they're like, "You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We don't have um, evidence." Yeah, there was like a lot of weird evidence, like the dress burning. She had bought some prussic acid a couple of days before, Jesus. which she said was for cleaning a seal skin cloak. Um, seal what? skin? Where'd she get seal skin? Also, don't, don't hit seals with clubs, y'all. Yeah. Nice. No. No. Little yeah. PSA. You're just throwing that in there to the murder. I love cut. seals. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, basically on June 20th, after deliberating for an hour and a half, the jury acquitted Lizzie. Wow. That's uh, a lot of time. Because she was That's a rich short. bitch, basically. So they were like, nope, you didn't do it. Well, and she where, was like, thank who you. Did rich the, people who did the money murder? go to? Did it go to her? Um, or did it go that, to her brother? That I don't know. Um, presumably mm-hmm. the brother, because of that time. Right, right, right. But, but she stayed in the house. Yes. She did. Um, there are a couple of theories. Like, one is that she committed the murders while in a fugue state. That she had been, like, physically oh. abused by her father and basically just snapped. Um, so, like, fugue didn't... state, for those who yeah. don't know. Thank you. They yeah. essentially um, do not remember anything. Yeah. Uh, essentially a break. Ah, uh, that's a thing. Oh we God. are not in control of our brains. <laughs> right. So, like, you can completely, like blackout and not remember a thing that you did oh, and the scary. the scary thing about fugue states it can actually last a really long time you could have months of your life no. just in a fugue state and not remember a damn thing about we it we are tiny robots controlled oh by the thing god. in our head yep. oh my god i got chills that was the scariest part tonight Ooh, it's a real thing it really is oh <laughs> don't tell me that <laughs> don't sleep on your pillows yo <laughs> The other theories included that Bridget, the maid, did it because she was angry at being... (laughs) You you are Lizzie! (laughs) Not Maggie, I'm sorry! (laughs) Angel's gonna whoop you. Oh, Jesus. Learn your maid's name. (laughs) Stay! Or they'll beat you to death with an axe. Apparently. Um, Yeah, basically, there's, like, she was maybe angry at being told to clean the windows that day because it was super hot and she was sick and she couldn't take it anymore. So Honestly, back. same. I'm yeah. sick right now, <laughs> so don't ask me to clean nothing. Um, I'm going to a... need you to clean all the windows, Alan. That's fair. Oh, I'm sorry. Is your name Doug? I don't remember. Oh, Ooh. girl. Did you just I'm the maid? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Racism. Much offense. It's racism. What? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, this guy Ed McBain in a 1984 novel, Lizzie, suggested that Lizzie committed the murders after being caught in a lesbian tryst with the maid. Yep. Uh, I don't know. That I think it seems like... ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's some... absolutely. Well, well, she couldn't take some... the time to remember the maid's name. How yeah. she no, that was that was the that was the smartest ploy. It's like, oh, I don't even remember her name. So it's like you know she 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 got us off. Of Does that, that mean path. she? Never mind. That's a really inappropriate joke. I'm not gonna make that joke. <laughs> we'll tell it after we turn the recording. <laughs> Don't forget us. Yeah. Well, Lizzie like went on and like lived in essentially seclusion and was like this weirdo. So of course they all were like she must be a lesbian. So like that mm-hmm. I think is where that came from. Like my good friend Emily. Oh, Emily. Yeah. Uh, Sullivan allegedly gave a deathbed confession to her sister, uh, stating that she had changed her testimony in the stand in order to protect Lizzie. So. Wow. And there's a there's a question of an illegitimate son who may or may not exist. Wait. Named William Borden? From, from who? No. From the father? So William oh, okay. Borden may have been an illegitimate son of Andrew Borden and may have tried and failed to extort money from him. That definitely comes from a book. But who knows? I don't um, believe it. No. And then there's the younger sister, who again, like, who knows? And then the weird, the family friend, the John Morse guy. Um, he was considered a suspect for a little bit, but then, suspect. Like, nah. um, <laughs> after the trial, they all moved into a large modern house in the neighborhood called the Hill in Fall River, which is the nicer part of town. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Oh, because Abby was ruled to have died before Andrew, her estate went first to Andrew and then at his death passed to his daughters as part of his estate. That was... A considerable is, settlement, however, was paid to settle claims by Abby's family. That is fucking genius. They knew. Like, they thought that through, who to kill yeah. first, so that they would get, like, both estates. Yep. Well, and here, they must have counted on forensics at that or point. Or lack of forensics at well, that no, point. Well, no, but, like, if they had lack of forensics, they wouldn't be able to determine who died first. Yeah, because there was a gap of ten minutes. So, like, they definitely wanted it to make sure, they wanted to make sure that they knew that, the, uh, what's her name? Who <laughs> died first? The mother? Oh, Abby. <laughs> Abby died first. Maggie! Maggie! <laughs> Maggie's, her Maggie's name is Maggie! It's Bridget! <laughs> yeah, that's confusing. But yeah, so basically no one knows what actually happened. We'll probably never actually know what happened. But we teach children this really weird We rhyme. should ask their ghosts. No, we should not. Funny, yes. you, should, funny you bring this up. Oh, I look run. who's at the door! <laughs> Lizzie! Come on in! <laughs> if I get haunted tonight, I blame y'all. <laughs> yeah, we were calling this up for Oh, ourselves. fuck me. <laughs> oh, man. So that's the Borden story. Ooh. I hope I didn't Borden you with it. Ha, ha, ha. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> if you should have, like, bored him. Like, I've had three glasses <laughs> of wine. See, Burden is you. the one you... I got also, you. Also, is the Burden family both. the one that makes the milk? The what? <laughs> the milk. I don't think so. The oh. milk? What? Isn't there, like, a Borden brand of milk? No, no. I don't know Oh, you're talking about cheese? <laughs> There's Maybe. a cheese milk with a cow on it. Milk and are very oh, similar. <sighs> It's got like a smiley cat. Yeah, that's like that's what I'm yeah. talking about. But I it's, thought it was it's milk. Called, yeah. All right, let's look up this dairy conundrum. Take a break. break. Yeah. All right. All right. Look in. Yeah. Take a break. Bye. Yeah, it's in milk too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the one that's talking mostly on this one, and I am a little sick. So <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about the Lion Sisters Ooh. that happened. Right here in Montgomery County. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, it's a good old Wheaton Mall. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, actually, quite a weird story, because this was a cold case. Um, they couldn't find where these girls went missing. They pretty much vanished without a trace from 2000, oh, ooh, ooh, 1975 until 2015. Oh, so wow. So this is just recently that they finally found the guy. 40-year gap. Wait. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, so this was a cold case. There were these two sisters, uh, Catherine and Mary, who went to the Wheaton Mall, which at this time... How old were they? Uh, 12 and 10. Jesus so Christ. What parents let them well, go? It was 1975. Yeah, like people... They Different times. Just letting their kids go to the mall. It <clears> was like, actually... Lashkey kids. It says what the mall was called. I thought I could give you a little little tidbit about Maryland, but now I can't find what it was called. <laughs> oh, well. I'll find the, it later. What the mom was called? Oh, uh, the mall. The mall. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, there were two sisters who disappeared without a trace during a 1975 trip to the shopping mall in the Maryland suburbs of Washington, D.C., also known as the Lion Sisters. Their case resulted in one of the largest police investigations in the Washington metropolitan area history. It has long been one of the most high-profile unsolved cases in the D.C. area that was until 2015. So what happened in 2015? They what? solved it. <laughs> no, no, okay, oh, oh. we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Like, what else happened? Yeah, it's not a soup. It is actually a pretty soup. Soup. Yeah. I love soup. <laughs> Who doesn't love soup? <laughs> Good old soup. Um, it actually isn't a super long story. 
Um, they just broke into the case in 2013, uh, and they got a. They found this guy called Lloyd Lee Welch, who'd been serving a lengthy prison sentence in Delaware for child sexual abuse. Ooh. Yeah, so. Ow. So they reopened the case. Police discovered that a mugshot taken by Lloyd Welch in 1977 bore a strong resemblance to the police sketch of a possible suspect who'd been staring inappropriately at the Lloyd. Mm, the lion <laughs> sisters in the shopping mall. Detectives began interviewing Welsh in prison. He made statements that further implement. Ooh, mm, I can't say that word. Right Implemented. Now. Yes, impl- implicated. Implicated. Uh, you said it. Things are blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Him along. Have more wine, dude. <laughs> there are no more. There's no more wine. There, Is there uh, more wine? There is no more. There, oh, there's a little bit left. I poured a little bit left in your. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. Um, he made statements that. Oh yeah. Although he continued to protest his innocence, one of his relatives told them that he'd helped Welch burn two heavy, bloodied duffel bags in Bedford County, Virginia. Wait, and he wouldn't report that? Yeah, what? Bloodied? What the hell? Yes. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. That's just oh, yeah, yeah. Some, no worries. That's just some venison that I, I had left over. <laughs> venison. You know where I'm from so well. <laughs> so that's, like, why the story, like, really kind of freaks me out, because I now live mm-hmm. less than a mile away from this mall. Right. And they found... This is the Montgomery This mall? is the Wheaton Mall. Wheaton Mall. Yeah, so, like, oh. right up the street. Um, Very interesting. And these girls disappeared for over 30 years. No one. That's crazy. Yeah. No one. Erin, you used to live in Wheaton. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all she has to say about that. that (laughs) (laughs) I lived like literally a block away from the Wheaton Mall. Oh, no. And so, and these these two girls lived in Kensington, Maryland, Maryland. So, like, super close to where we're from. But, like, I just remember when I moved here, this case, because I moved here in 2015, and this case blew up because they finally figured out how these girls got to Bedford, which is also close to where I grew up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You got weird connections, too. (laughs) I know. It freaks me out. Um, But anyway, so, yeah, it's. I guess it's not a lot to talk about. They they eventually found them, but I just always think that's... Did they ever say what, like, what... Did he just murder them? Yeah, how did he kill them? them? Uh, I don't think they know. That's the thing that really messes me out. That makes no sense. They just found, like, the bloody bodies in the duffel bags. And were they still bodies or were they skeletons? Because it was 40 years. Well, no, like, this is... So, they burned them... Uh, that year. Oh, he burned the body. Burned the ob- yeah, the evidence. Cauterized. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Let's not go back down no. that road. Oh, images. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, it was called Wheaton Plaza Mall at the time. There's your little tidbit. Oh okay, all right. So don't live in Wheaton. And don't go to the mall. Done. They have nice stores there, though. <laughs> the Wheaton Mall isn't that bad anymore. Oh. Uh, it actually is. Let's go ghost hunting. <laughs> the other story that I'm going to talk about is the one that happened at my college. This is a really weird one. It's not a, again, not a super long one. Right, right. But it's spooky. So in 1991, an 18-year-old daughter died in the September fire at Lynchburg College. This is where I went to college. Daughter of whom? Oh, uh, mm, 
she just was a daughter. Just a Go daughter. Oh, of, <laughs> daughter to all. Oh, of Barbara Blair. Mm-hmm. I don't know her. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> so sorry, Barbara. So oh, this Barbara. is a story that my uh, theater professor always told us about because I lived in what was called the theater house uh, at Lynchburg College, and we always had weird things going on in this house, and we never could explain Where it. Where is this located? Lynchburg, Virginia. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Not nice to know. <laughs> Lynchburg, um, Virginia. Yes, you just, yeah, you just I, you, didn't yikes. it? Yikes. Stop. Yeah. Yo, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I only went to college there. But anyway, so I lived in this house that always had really weird, like, <laughs> paranormal things happen in it, and we never understood why. And so we talked to our college professor about it. We're like, yeah, there's just some weird shit going down, and we, and he's like, oh yeah, it's probably that girl that died t- like 20 years ago. Like, wait, excuse me, what? <laughs> what? How long? Excuse, was professor. Was he like an elderly man, or was he like? Uh, he was. Mm, yeah, he's like in his 70s now. Uh, so it was just a story that we were like, mm, okay, Tom, I guess you can tell yeah, this. Yeah, sure. Story. Yeah, because there is right. this. So the house that I lived in. Right next door was this empty plot of land, mm-hmm. but like you could tell that there was a house there at one point. Like it still had the fences around um, it. It still had like a little walkway that's to it. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Yes. And I never thought about it until we finally like talked to our professor about it. Sounds it. like Carrie. Yes. Ooh. Okay. So like, <laughs> guys, <laughs> she's got deep. Carrie, oh, no. she's there. So anyway, we found out that it was. That empty plot of land, there was there was once a house, uh-huh. and this house burned down in 1991, mm. and there was only one person in the house, and it was, oh, her name was Rachel. Uh, she was only 18 at the time, and this is like a weird string of events. Apparently, there was a house across the street that was having a party, mm-hmm. um, and they were like shooting like firecrackers to the house next door, like... To what the house? house that that she was, she was in. in. What yeah. assholes? Yeah, and she she didn't even live in this house. She was a freshman because in this in our college that you had to live in the dorms before you even went into a house, right? But she was having like problems with her like roommate. She'd asked been moved, and they'd never moved her, so she was staying in this house. So she didn't even live in this house, and she was the only person in there. And so there's this party going on next door. And it's getting out of control. And she, while she's asleep, the house catches fire. And she doesn't notice until it's too late to get out. Yikes. And she dies from, like, smoke. Inhalation? Yeah. Like, wow. So she never makes it out. But I'm being burned. Yeah, well... Inhalation will kill you before you get burned. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... But there was enough damage to the house where the house, like, was demolished. They never built anything on top mm. of the house. And so it was like literally scorched earth. Like yeah, it was. Yeah, wow. and Damn. and it's it is a really creepy image because I remember like there's just nothing next door, and like on the other side there's just rows of houses, but it's just this one vacant lot. Because I feel like the college feels a little guilty about it because like there are a lot of things they could have done to like keep this from happening. Right. Yeah. And there were like there was no one there to help her. But the thing that the thing that makes this really weird is because I lived in that house next door to it Mm -hmm. about 20 years later and we had weird shit happen in that house all the time do you think it was tied to the land i have no idea 
I just know I would be like scrubbing my dishes and look into the window that's like that looks out to the backyard. No. Oh, I remember I was the only person in this house. I looked up in the window. <gasps> someone ran out of the kitchen. No, no. And it was my, a girl. That is my literal nightmare. Yeah. No. So. Oh my god. And we just had weird things happen like that. You would just see this image run through the like the windows you would hear her running up and down the hall and there was like this one time that I was downstairs and my roommate was downstairs and we hear someone run through our like our foyer she my roommate looks downstairs she's like was that you and I look upstairs and I'm like oh no she's here right and so this was a story though but i that i never knew was real until actually tonight wait what was her name oh really rachel was real rachel no i always thought it was like a joke oh surprise every college has their like ghost story whatever yeah because like we have one like the wilder ghost like that's not real like yeah it's a creepy room but there's no actual like yeah yeah associated with it that we can tell yeah this actually happened yeah. Yeah. Well, and I never, I just never bothered to look it up. And you know, I, I love my professor, but it was definitely like, oh, you just trying to spook us. We get it. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, usually I don't, I don't take to heart any kind of college dorm or like house kind of story. Mm-hmm. Because I've been told so, so many like, oh, well, this college student decided that they're going to commit suicide in their class kind of thing. And oh just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's something that. Every, every college, college has, that. Yeah. has, and every college will tell you willingly just to freak you out, like residence um, managers and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, like that is their bread and butter. I've had my fair share, which is going to be our next podcast. Make sure you tune in. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, I think that maybe I think yeah that wraps our, it up. Yeah, wraps concludes it up. our our episode. So I I really hope that you enjoyed. This, this nonsense that we decided to put forth for you. <laughs>